Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on page Kufiud Tess 119, two lines from three lines from the top, beginning of the line. We've just been speaking about with now we have to understand the idea of the Khoshin, the breastplate of judgment of the Kayan war war. There were twelve tribes on twelve different stones, and on the Aphoid apron there were the six tribes and two stones, six on one and six on the other, on the shoulder straps. And we said that the Aphoid is the idea of the drawing down basically of this great revelation of godliness from the Shema that gave the potential, gave us the power, the Jewish people, the power to bring about the idea of the Choshen, which is uplifting the Nefesh Abamis, uplifting the physicality of the world and the animal soul and refining it. And so now we have to understand really what this idea of the, the six, the two stones now in the Aphoid and the six tribes of Israel on each one of those stones. So he said... To understand that, we preface this idea of the the tribe saying to Yaakov, just like there's no, there, just like in your heart there's only one God, so too in our heart there's only one God. And we have to understand how the tribes are comparing themselves to Yaakov, who obviously was on a great, a lot greater level than the tribes, as it's known that Yaakov is, on, is really related to the world of Atzilus, whereas the tribes, the source of their souls, are from the world of Bria. So how can they say Kishem and Kach? Just like your, there's no, there's only one God in your heart, there's only one God in our heart seems to say that they're on the exact same level. So the answer is that the idea that there's no that in the tribe's heart there's only one God is because Mipnesh and is because in Yaakov's heart there's only one God. That from the Echad of Yaakov, that is how the Echad of the Shvatim came about. Meaning from this revelation of the oneness of Hashem that shot that uh, that permeated Yaakov's heart that is how the Shvatim had that potential also to have that oneness in their heart. And that's why they say that meaning that through the fact that there's only one God in your heart, that's how we have that potential. Similar to what the Zayar says, that just like the Sphiris are in a total unity in the world of Atzilus, in Hashem's oneness, so too, so too, the Sphiris in the lower worlds also have this unity. And in truth, there's no comparison to the upper unity and the lower unity, but um, but the that's why the, the the upper unity is called the echod, and the lower unity is called just the rosh echod, the secret of echod. It's not the actual oneness. And it says So, but just like the upper unity is, so to the lower unity. So, seemingly, you have to understand how we can compare those two together. So starting now from the third line from the top. So the explanation is that because of the upper unity, because of that unity, it's brought about also that there should be able to be the possibility for the lower unity. And concerning this, 
idea we say the prayers in Kabbalah Shabbos, just like the upper unity, just like the spheres are in our, our unity above in the world of Atila, so too are they are in the lower worlds. So we say that same that same idea of Kashem and Kach, but just in Aramaic, Gavna Ufachi. So this means to say, through the upper unity, through the fact that there is this unity in the upper worlds, that is how there is able to be brought about a unity in the lower worlds between the spheres. So similarly, you can apply this concept to the tribes, with Yaakov, that their their oneness of Hashem, which shine, which permeated their beings, was because of the oneness of Hashem which permeated Yaakov's being. The explanation is. The, the word shvatim, tribes, actually comes from the word in Hebrew, shavit, a, um, a branch from a tree, or a stick and a branch from a tree. Because they are compared to, the tribes are compared to um, branches which, which extend out from the actual trunk of the tree. Then the, what is the trunk of the tree? The, the forefathers, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, they are compared to the actual um, trunk, the main part of the tree. The Ein Kaden, obviously, like the sages say, that you can only call the forefathers three. Only There are only three forefathers, meaning to say that they are the main level. They are the, um, the highest level you can get. And there's only three of them. Whereas the tribes are just these out, out, out branches from that main trunk of the tree. The Ein Yen So what is the idea of the the idea of the spiritual level of the tribes of the, of the shvatim, which are these out branches from the from the avis, from the forefathers, they are really the shining, the ray of atzilus of the world of atzilus, the highest world, how it shines into the next world of bria of creation. to bring about the bitul which exists in the world of bria, the self nullification, the feeling of surrender of all the the levels within bria, the spheres in bria to Hashem. So. The whole idea of the shvatim, they're the outbranch of the of the avis, which the avis, their level is on the actual world of Atzilus, the the midas of Atzilus. Avram is connected, Chesed, Yitzchak is Gvura, Yaakov is Tiferes. So they are actually their soul is sourced in the world of Atzilus. The shvatim, which are outbranches from the avis, being that their name is Shevet, a branch. Um, so they are really just the radiance of the world of Atzilus, how it shines into Bria to the next world. Bringing about the bittel, the nullification to Hashem in the world of Bria. And that's the, why the, the tribes are called, the Shvatim are called the Merkavta Tata, and the Zayar, they're called the lower chariot, whereas the Aves are called the higher chariot. They're, it's like it says in the Medrash that the Aves, the forefathers, they are actually the chariot. They're the upper chariot, meaning they are the chariot. Chariot being something which is just uh, totally nullified to the person that's guiding the chariot. Um, so the the Aves are the upper chariot. They're uh, totally nullified to Hashem, and their souls were a chariot to Hashem. How it is in the, the world of Atzilus, whereas the tribes, their souls are totally nullified to Hashem, just a chariot to Hashem. But how it is in the lower world of Bria, Yudbeis Bakr de Bria, they're compared to these um, twelve cattle in the world of Bria, the twelve. The twelve um, oxen in the base of Mikdash, which uh, Shlomo Melech built, there were these twelve oxen that were holding up this big pool. That is in Kabbalah referring to the twelve, um, the twelve sources of the of the souls of the tribes, 
So really the 12 tribes. And they're holding up this yam, it's holding up this big pool, which is referring to Malchus of Atzilis, showing that they are below that level of Malchus of Atzilis. They are the, they're in the world of Bria. The Indian Merkava, who Indian Abitla, and so they, the tribes are called the lower lower chariot. Either way, even though they're not the higher chariot of Atzilis, they're the lower chariot, but chariot in general shows on this idea of Bittel. It's being totally controlled by the person that's um, riding the chariot. So the 12 tribes are the idea of how Atzilis is shining into Bria and bringing about this Bittel and Bria, and that's why they're called the chariot, because they're the lower chariot, but they're the chariot, meaning this idea of Bittel. Well, obviously, because Merkava law, Merkavte law, the Atzilis, the forefathers are the actual um, supernal higher chariot in the world of Atzilis, Mamish, and their level of bittel obviously transcended was a lot higher than the bittel of the world of Bria, of the of the of the Shvatim. So they were on literally in this level of totally nullification out of their own existence. They didn't feel their own independent existence at all. Like in the world of Atzilis, it says that Hashem and his um, energy and Hashem and his vessels, his channels in the world of Atzilis are all one. There is the greatest level of unity there. Even the Kalim, the channels, which usually have their own feeling of their own independent existence in the world of Atzilis, these Kalim are totally nullified. And that is the level of the Avais, um, of the forefathers. And the tribes are on the lower level chariot of the world of Briah. Which is lower level Bittal, not Bittal Bintzias, but rather Bittal Ayash, meaning that there is a independent existence, a feeling of separateness in that world of Bria, being that to the world of creation, there is a separate creation, but that creation is nullified back to the Ayin, back to Hashem, the nothingness, called nothingness because it's higher than the world of Bria, it's not, it's not comprehended by that world, therefore it's called nothing, being that it's above, it's above its comprehension. Amnam Zesh however, the fact that there can be able to be this radiance of the world of Atzilus within the world of Bria leads Bitalayash to bring about this feeling of Bitalayash nullification of the um, a separate existence there in the world of Bria. That only came about because of the level of Yaakov, because Yaakov, which was obviously on the world of Atzilus, of Merkav to the Ilah, a higher level chariot of the world of Atzilus, and specifically to the spirit of Tiferes of Atzilus. So be, the only way there was able to be this level of Bittal Ayesh in the world of Bria is because it came about through the level of Yaakov, of um, Yaakov, which is a level of the supernal chariot of Atzilus. And Yaakov specifically is the world, uh, the level of Tiferes, of Rachmim, of mercy, the level of beauty, the third sphere which is a combination of Chesed and Gvura, which in the Zayar explains the special quality of the world of the sphere of Tiferes. It's It says about the Mishkan that there is um, holding up the the Kroshim, the beams that were went around the whole Mishkan. There was three beams. There was three uh, poles that went through them. There was the upper poles, the lower poles, which there was different um, sections of these poles. You had to put them all together in order to hold up these big beams, the crushing. But then there was the Briach Atichin, the middle beam, the middle pole, which actually, there's Mavriach Menekotze Lekotze, by way of a miracle, it went, it went through, it went through all these beams, meaning through actually their actual wood of the beams, and curved at the corners, curved through, and there was four corners, and it didn't, there was no need to have four different sections of these poles, like there was in the top beam and the lower beam. This middle beam actually just um, went straight through 
the middle of the, went straight through the thickness of the beams and turned miraculously. So that, in a spiritual sense, is the idea of Tiferes. It's Mavriach, it's special quality. It's Mavriach, it has the ability to go from the highest levels to the lowest levels. And that is the level of Yaakov. Um, it's the Briach in the middle level. That's why Tiferes is also middle in, in the, when you set up the spheres in three different kavin, like it does in the Zoyar, there's Chesed is on the right, Gvur is on the left, and Tiferes is in the middle. And why is it in the middle? Because it really includes Chesed and, chesed and Gvur, kindness and severity. That's why it's Rachmim, mercy. Mercy is, I understand um, that this person is not fitting to receive Chesed, but at the same time, meaning that it's taking this like, the aspect of gvura into account, it's being it's being you know exact and thinking about the qualities of the receiver, whereas chesed doesn't think at all about the qualities of the receiver, just gives without any limits. But Tiferes includes both of those. I understand that it's not fitting, but still I let the chesed overcome and have mercy on it. So that's the idea of Tiferes, and that's why Yaakov was the one that was um, brought down this radiance of Atzilus into Bria to bring about the bittel in Bria. Because he's the Briach Hatichah in the middle beam, Shabbat Silas, Gufahu Mavriach Mikotza Yeser Elin, Al Kotza Yeser Tachin. He was the middle beam in Atzilas itself, which the special quality is that it's Mavriach Mikotza Yeser Elin. It extends from the highest level within the world of Atzilas itself to the lowest level, just like that middle beam in the, in the Mishkan. Lazais. So therefore, Boival Yodi Nimshacha Aris Atzilas Briachu. Through Yaakov, it was able to be, be drawn down this radiance of Atzilus into, into the lowest level, meaning even into the level to the next world down in Bria. So Yaakov's special quality of Atiferis was able to extend from the highest levels of Atzilus to bring down that supreme bittel of Atzilus into Bria. Dihine, so behold. The creation of Bria, the world of creation, in order to bring about this creation of Bria to be a yesh, meaning to be a separate existence that it should have, even though we're talking about the world of Bria, so obviously it's a totally nullified, it feels as how it's being created by Hashem every moment, but in a more um, refined sense, there is a feeling of yeshes, there's a feeling of separateness in this world, that's why it's called the world of creation, it's the first world which was actually created and not just emanated and revealed from Hashem. So the creation of the world of Atzilis, of the world of Bria, actually comes about from, also from the world of Atzilis, which is the world directly above Bria, However, the creation of Bria from Atzilus comes about through the Mosach HaMavdil, through this separating curtain, so to say, that, that separates between Atzilus and Bria. That the, the light, the energy, the godly energy within Atzilus becomes hidden and concealed through that separating curtain, which is the Parsa, which is this basically it's a great symptom which exists, the great contraction, diminishment of the energy which exists between Atzilus and Bria. As it is known, however, in order to bring about the bittel that exists within the world of Bria, the bittel Yesh, the fact that all the creations in the world of Bria still feel totally nullified to Hashem there, and to the energy which creates them, to bring about that bittel in the world of Bria, that is through the gili eratilis, through the revelation of the energy of the world of Atilis, not through the concealment of it like it is through the creation of that world. In order to bring about the creation of the world of, of, of Bria, that's through the concealment of the, of the light of Atzilus. But to bring about the aspect of Bittal in that world of Bria, that's through the revelation of the light of Atzilus. Which comes about through Yaakov, whose special quality was the, the sphere of Tiferes, which was able to bring about this idea of extending from the highest to the lowest, the, the middle rod which extended to the highest to the lowest, 
drawing down the revelation of Atzilas into Bria. The Yaakov Oisis Yibaka. That's why Yaakov has actually the same letters of his name as Yibaka to break through. That his special quality is able to break through this this curtain, so to say, this symptom, this great symptom which separates Atzilas and Bria. To the gov, ein hamasuch mafsikumayim klal that that um, that in from the perspective of Yaakov, this separating curtain does not separate and conceal at all. From Yaakov's perspective, there is no separation. There is no tzimtzum here. To the gabe habeis kavin mafsikumasuch hamavdul. That when you, that from the perspective of the two of the two lines, which meaning the two sections of, like I said before, that the spheres are separated into three different categories: the right, the left, and the center. So from the two categories, the right and the left, from Chesed and Gvura's perspective, this um, parsa, this separating curtain between Atzilus and Bria, is an actual separation. It does. Create a diminishment and a concealment of their of the godly energy which descends from Chesed and Gvura. However, that separation doesn't exist from the perspective of the Kamev Mtsoi, from the middle section, which is Tiferes, which is the level of Yaakov, as explained in other places. So, and just in short, the explanation why Tiferes is not, uh, from the perspective of Tiferes, there is no separation because it says in other places that the fact that Tiferes has the ability. To unify the two opposites of Chesed and Gvura is because within Tiferes there shines a revelation which totally transcends all these spheres altogether. And that's why it says that Tiferes goes all the way up to Keser. That within Tiferes there's a revelation of Keser which totally transcends the chain, chain of creation, which therefore bringing about this ability to unify the two opposites of Chesed and Gvura within Tiferes. And that's why also from the perspective of Tiferes there is no separation, there is no symptom. Because from the, from the perspective of the true core of Tiferes, which is Kesser, Kesser totally transcends all of creation. Therefore, even the, this symptom between Atzilus and Bria doesn't exist from the perspective of Tiferes. And that's why in the, in the um, Medrash in the Zoyar, it says that Yaakov is the most complete of all the forefathers. Because, um, like the Gemara says, that Avram came out from him, one of his descendants was Esau, and Yitzchak, one of his children, was Ishmael, which were not, obviously, perfect people, and they went on the wrong ways, went on the wrong path, even though they had one righteous son, but they had one son that went on the wrong path, whereas Yaakov, his whole, um, all his children were perfect tzaddikim. And the reason, the spiritual reason why Avram Yitzchak had this um, Negativity that came out from them is because of their the spiritual source of their souls were affected by the concealment of the parsa between Atzilus and Bria. So therefore, they their descendants, their children, meaning their offspring, everything anything that came from them, meaning the revelation from their level of Atzilus, Avram from Chesed of Atzilus and and Yitzchak from Gvur of Atzilus, it all had to go through. Their children had to go through this. Um, concealment of the parsa between Atzilus and Bria, and therefore that concealment diminished a little bit the the energy of that level of the you know the light of the energy of, of Atzilus, which, and from the perspective of Atzilus, there is no place for for negativity and ra and evil, but because of the concealment, then there now is a little bit of space 
for a negativity and for a feeling of yeshes of um, one's own identity, and that is what caused that from Avram and Yitzchak there should be there should be this negative offspring. But Yaakov had all perfect children because, like we just explained, because he comes from the level of Tiferes of Atzilus, which really has its source in Kesser, which transcends all the chain of creation. Therefore, from his perspective, there is no concealment. There is no concealment of the Parsa between Atzilus and Bria, and therefore there is no concealment on his level. And therefore all his children, his offspring, all positive. Because his level... Um, his soul stayed the same, even how it went down into his children, the energy from his soul, because the concealment didn't have any effect on that energy. Therefore, specifically through the level of Yaakov, there was brought about the drawing down of the revelation of Atzilus into Bria in order to bring about the bitl, the self nullification of the world of Bria, that the world of Bria experiences. That's what we were explaining. In order, in order to create Bria, that it should feel of itself. It's, Bria means it's a creation, a feeling, a feeling its own identity. Obviously, in a very fine, you know, minute, uh, minute manner, but still feeling its own identity. That creation comes from Atzilus, but that creation comes through the Masach Hamavdil, the Parsa, the separation, the Tzimtzum between Atzilus and Bria. That the light of Atzilus becomes a little bit more con- becomes concealed, and from that it creates Bria. However, to bring about the bitl that is felt in Bria, that is from the, the Gili Eretzilis, the revelation of the light of Atzilis. And that is through Yaakov, who is the, from the level, a level of Tiferes, which the spiritual quality of Tiferes is Mavriach Mirkatze it draws down from the highest level to the lowest level. So, and that's why it says Yaakov is the letters of Yiboka breaking through that concealment. Hey, from his perspective, there is no concealment at all between Atzilus and Bria. That's why he's able to bring about the Bittal in the world of Bria. Whereas from the level of the two other categories of the spheres of Chesed and Gvura, of Yitzchak and Avram, Avram and Yitzchak, the, the, um, from their perspective, the, the concealment of the Parsa does exist, and therefore their children, there was negativity that came out for them. Whereas Yaakov, no negativity came out because there is no concealment from his level. And the only way that can, negativity can come out is when the godliness is concealed. And that's why Yaakov also was the one that brought about the revelation of Atzilus into Bria, because there is no nothing concealing his level from his perspective, and therefore he brought about the bitl in the world of Bria. So this is the meaning of the sages that we said before about um, about what the the tribe said to Yaakov when they answered him that don't worry, just like in your heart there's only one God, so too in our heart. We asked the question, how can we compare the Shvatim to Yaakov? Obviously, Yaakov is on such a higher level in the world of Atzilus, and the Shvatim are in the world of Bria. So how can they say Kishem Kach, which implies that they're exact, in the exact, exact same level? Um, we answered because actually it means that from, your, from the fact that there was oneness in your heart, that's why we also have the oneness in our heart. That this is dependent on this. The fact that, meaning the fact that Yaakov experienced this oneness that's why the Shvatim were able to also have that oneness. That's why Yaakov's, all of Yaakov's children were tzaddikim. Because we're talking about Yaakov, and Yaakov is on the level of Tiferes of Atzilus, which special quality is that it draws down from the highest to the lowest, and the concealment between Atzilus and Bria doesn't exist from the perspective of Yaakov. Therefore, from that oneness, which was revealed in Yaakov, that revelation of the world of Atzilus, which is in Yaakov, that's why the Shvatim also were all holy, and they only had 
the one Hashem within their hearts and no negativity at all, and nothing else except for Hashem in their, that permeated their beings, because that their father was Yaakov, and Yaakov, there is no concealment between Atzilas and Bria. Now, let's understand the number specifically of 12, either 12 tribes. And when this is, and the 12 tribes, their spiritual sources in the um, the Midas of the mode of attributes of the world of, of Bria. So why were there 12, though? The supernal emotive attributes in the world of Atsilas in the spheres Elyonis and the supernal spheres are six. There's six emotive attributes. Like it says in this verse, it says, We said this in Davening, To you, Hashem, His greatness, His might, His Tiferes, His beauty. And it goes through all the six emotive attributes and even includes after that, it goes down and says, uh, the Malchus. So this, the emotive attributes, excluding Malchus, which is actually not an emotion, it's how those, all, the, all those emotions are translated to action. So there are six emotive attributes. That's what it says, Hashem, Hagdula, you Hashem have Gdula, Gvura, Tiferes, that's referring to Yisait, and I'm not going to get into that now. And these are called the the six supernal um, extremes or corners. And this is the idea of place, of space, how it exists in the spiritual realms. Just like place in our physical world is made up of six corners, so to say, six different extremities, which is above, below, and east, west, north, south. So too, so too, and every spiritual entity has these six extremes, extremities, six sides. So the, the, the source of all this idea of place is the six emotive attributes of the world of Atzilus, which is that is the source for the idea of above, below, east, west, north, south. And also every spiritual entity has these six Extremities which sourced in the six midas of Atzilus, become a seichel, like in the in- intellect, which is a spiritual entity. Yesh vav ktsavis. There's there's also these six sides. The milo mata tzavim The whole idea of up, down, and north and south. That refers to the the length and the breadth within the intellectual concept. Whereas the directions of east and west refer to the oimik, the the depth of seichel. So seichel, which is a spiritual entity, which you can't touch. Obviously, intellectual concepts exist in the spiritual realm. They exist, obviously, but you can't touch them. So they're spiritual entities. They also are made up of these um, five different or six different sides, which make up space. And the idea of above and below, and Tzavim north and south, is the idea of how every spiritual, every intellectual concept has the length of the concept to what it extends into, to one, one, one intellectual idea extends into many different ideas and many different areas. And the Reichav, the breadth of the intellectual concept. And also, then you have the, you have the idea of um, east and west in the intellectual concept is the idea of the oimik, the depth of the concept, how deep it goes, um, how much you can delve into this concept and get down to the very core of it. 
as explained in another place, why these each one of these directions or these six sides connect to these different ideas in the intellect. So to in the spiritual place, how do we know there's this idea of spiritual place, meaning even above the intellectual spirituality? We're talking about even spiritual and the spiritual realms above our world, where intellect is a concept which exists in our physical world. But even higher than that, it says in the verse, the place is with me, Hashem says, meaning there is even this idea of place which is with me, which is in my spiritual realms above the physical world. Which refer to the six sides, the six extremities of the six emotive attributes of the world of Atsilas, or of any of the spiritual worlds of Briya, Yitzira, or the spiritual world of Atsia. These six emotive attributes, the six spheres, which are the emotions, are the source for spiritual, for any place, but also the, this is the idea of the spiritual place, how it exists in the spiritual world realms. And that which it says in the verse that, that we just quoted, Behold, place is with me. This is like what we say, to you, Hashem, is greatness, which is referring to the, the attribute of chesed, of kindness. To Hashem is greatness, severity, beauty. So, so basically that's what it says the place is with me meaning what's this additional word iti with me that means that the place all this idea of place which is this six emotive attributes are all totally nullified and secondary to me to my essence and that's why that's the same thing we say to you Hashem meaning all these Emotive attributes are luchar to you are bottle totally bottle tafel luchar totally nullified and secondary to Hashem because the emotive attributes are nothing compared to Hashem's essence because the emotive attributes have definition and limitation whereas Hashem himself is totally above limitation therefore his emotive attributes are totally nullified to him and within him and subsumed and absorbed within his uh, essence so now so these six emotive attributes of the world of Atzilus they are totally, they are in a state of they're in a state of inclusion and unification with each other um, in the world of Atzilus it says Hashem and his emotive attributes, Hashem and his attributes are one, Hashem and his vessels of his attributes are one, because there's such a revelation of godliness in the world of Atzilus there is also this idea of inclusion of the spheres in the world of Attilus, and even in the lower worlds, this, this idea exists. Basically, when there's a revelation of godliness and the oneness of Hashem, therefore, you can have a inclusion of all these opposites and of all these different emotive attributes coming together because the revelation of, of godliness that overwhelms them and their separate existences, all their separate existences can unify in the presence of that oneness. So they have this unity and this inclusion together, and that's why you have the idea of chesed shebegvura, gvura shebechesed, each of the emotive attributes how they include with the other one, and they unify with each other. So, so the six emotive attributes how they become included with each other and unify with each other. From that, it's brought about twelve different diagonal lines connecting all these six emotive attributes. Like if you combine um, the west, the the upper west corner with the Mizrach uh, Tachtis with the lower east corner Mizrach Remis or the the uh, the upper east corner with the Maid of Tachtis with the lower west corner the Chaim Mitzvah Midorim Maid Lamata and similar concept exists with the north with the north and south and 
above and below Hulu. So basically, if you have if you draw all these six emotive attributes and you draw them in like a in a circular fashion, obviously not an exact circle, but you draw them going around and you connect if you connect all those six points with each other, you end up coming up with twelve different diagonal lines which are connecting all these different midas which these lines are connecting one mida one emotive attribute with another which is showing upon this idea of the inclusion of one mida with the other the unification with these midas so you get 12 different connections of these different midas with each other um, so this is basically the source of the we're going to say the source of the 12 tribes the tribes are in the world of Bria the spheres of Bria the emotive attributes of Bria and they come from Yaakov, which is the basically Tiferes of Atsilas. Like you said, the revelation of Yaakov permeates even them. But because the 12 tribes are the Midas, the Midas of Bria, and how they also, all the Midas are included with each other, therefore you have these 12 diagonal lines, and that's the idea of the, the spiritual source of the 12 tribes. They come from not just the Midas themselves, but how the Midas actually include with each other. And it's known that the inclusion of the emotive attributes together exists specifically within the heart. The sham nasim midas because in the heart that's where the emotive attributes uh, we're talking about now in the in this physical sense. In the heart, that's where the emotions actually take on real existence. And the sham hugam And that's that's why in the heart also that's where this concept of their inclusion of the emotive attributes together happens. Because only when the emotions become a real existence, that's when you can have their inclusion with each other. What does this mean? The because how the emotions exist within the mind, within the intellect, because they do exist there in a more um, intellectual state. There also exists the emotions in the in the mind, and there also exists this concept of the inclusion of the emotions of one emotion with another in the mind of chesed kindness, how it is in severity, and the other way around too. This exists within the mind too, but. How they exist in the mind, the emotions are yet are not yet a real existence yet there. So therefore, their inclusion with each other is not a true inclusion because you're not really inclu- including the existence, the true form, the true existence of one emotion with another yet. How it's in the mind because there is no true existence of each emotion yet. It hasn't taken on its true form yet until it comes in the heart. Okay, as it's known, explain the chesedus. There's two types of inclusion of the midas or in general of inclusion of two levels together. One type of inclusion is before the spiritual level becomes differentiated, before it becomes separate. Each spiritual level becomes separate from, from each other. So, and that at that level, before the, spirit, before the spirituality, before the levels have become differentiated from each other, the inclusion of those levels is not a true, um, is not a true inclusion because the inclusion is... Because the inclusion is on account of the fact that they're not a true existence yet. This is not a true inclusion. The only reason the only reason they're including together is because they haven't yet taken on their true existence. They're not. You cannot so so much differentiate between this spiritual level and that spiritual level yet. Therefore, they still have this potential to become included and united with each other. Because each one's existence is not so defined. Therefore, you can't really see the difference between each level yet. So it's not a true inclusion. Inclusion implies that. 
there's two different existences, and those different existences are able to include together, unify together. The is the second type of inclusion. Turning to the next page, this is the inclusion which which happens after the different differentiated differentiation of each spiritual level in its own existence. This is a true type of inclusion that they actually receive from each other, not just that because their existences are not really defined yet, therefore they can exist together and so to say they can put up with each other. Here we're talking about whether each level is exists and is already taken on its true form and has all its definitions and limitations and yet it comes includes and becomes unified with the other opposite spiritual level. And at that level, the spiritual levels receive from each other. Not just they put up with each other, but actually each one in their own defined reality is able to include with the other one, meaning to receive from the other one's qualities and um, totally unify with it. Which is Bar as explained in another place. We'll stop there on the top of page, Kuf 120, the first line. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chsidis. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.